everyone, it's Trang here, and welcome to my podcast, Tape This, where I interview local artists and learn more about them. Today, I have Emmaterial Vigil III with me, and Emmett is a musician, artist, songwriter, and life insurance agent. How are you doing this morning, Emmett? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Good. Well, thank you so much for coming out so early on the show. It's 8 a.m. right now. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, what inspired you to want to come on the show? Oh, well, I, I know you. I've worked with you before. Mm-hmm. And also the, all, the artists that you've actually been with. Uh-huh. And um, just to collaborate with them. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. So that's the reason why I want to join the show. Awesome. Well, I really do appreciate it because I'd love to learn more about you. So um, let's go ahead and get started. Can you please first tell us about how your journey as an artist began? Okay. Well, how my ju- artist, uh, <laughs> my journey as an artist started was very simple. Uh, I just played Guitar Hero. And then mm. that's actually where I started from there. Uh-huh. Um, I wasn't really into music, but the, the funny thing about it was like be, prior to Guitar Hero coming out, actually I went to Abbey Road, mm. like uh, it was like a 2003. Mm-hmm. So around 2007, I was like, okay, so I already have that connection. Mm-hmm. So that's when I actually started or really started playing. Oh, wow. So that was like... 2003? Yeah, 2003. Because I didn't, I wasn't really wanted to go there at mm-hmm. the time. I was like, oh, it's just Abbey Road. I didn't know anything about the Beatles. Okay. They're just like, uh-huh. oh, just went over there. I was like, I did the whole walk and everything. Oh, wow. And then there's a picture of me on, on Abbey Road. Nice. How old were you in 2003? I was, I was, I think it was like a spring or summer thing. I think I was around 13 or 12. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So about that time frame, you um, were inspired to become an artist yes. in, a, in a way? So 17, I guess. But the, I guess the following four years actually mm. was like the seed that planted oh. later. I think that, that uh-huh. was. Yeah, what what things did you do between 14 and 17 that, uh, or 13 and 17? Pretty much, actually, I really got into music back mm-hmm. then. I was like, I started listening to music more because I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I'll have different influences and things like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, video games as well. Oh, yeah. Very much, very, uh, video game music was also very prevalent. Mm-hmm. And, and also, it was very into mu- uh, movies as well. Mm-hmm. So I would hear artist scores and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, so. and that kind of just inspired you and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and so how old were you when you performed for the first time? And how was that experience? Oh, yeah. It was, it, well, of course, it's scary. Uh, I played for a talent show. I was maybe like a few months in. And then I just brought an amplifier with me mm. and played the show. It was it was cool. I jumped off the stage and everything. I did my old rock, rock star thing. They have a video <laughs> of it of my, oh my first gosh. first performance but i don't even know where it is Aww. now since it's probably lost the time yeah but that was uh that was one of my biggest things and uh some uh i would actually take my guitar to school even though it wasn't required of me i would carry my amplifier and everything wow really yes uh, yeah i was pretty dedicated to it mm-hmm. i would do it during lunch or before mm-hmm. lunch um uh, it, it got heavy over time but i would yeah. take it with me wow that's so cool. So in high school, you were really diving into the, the music and just performing. Yes, and also I got influence from my friends and the type okay. of uh, music that they were listening to uh-huh. at the time. Since it was like it was the, the late two thousands, so you mm-hmm. got really good music from mm-hmm. from that era. So mm-hmm. I, I saw the system of down. I was yeah. listening to. I think Deftones was mm-hmm. a little bit, maybe a little later, but I probably heard it over in passing. Also, the Queen of the Dam soundtrack that mm-hmm. was really good. Oh, I uh, hear about that my, soundtrack. My. Uh, <laughs> My uh, my friend was always talk about the Queen of the Damned mm-hmm. soundtrack all the time because wow. she loved vampires and things uh-huh. like that. So that oh, okay, cool. I gotcha now. And so your talent show experience—I know you said you you jumped off the stage and everything. Overall, how did you feel about that experience? Overall, oh, overall, how did I feel? Like it was just like I I finally made it. To, that's that's like a uh-huh. form of making Aww. it. And also, yeah. people were talk- coming up to me, and it's like, this, uh, this girl came over to me, and it's like, hey, can you teach me how to play guitar? I was like, oh, hell yeah, Aww. this is awesome. <laughs> I was like, I get attention. Like, oh, that's so cool. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So, when when did you decide, um, when did you realize that you wanted to pursue music more seriously? Oh, it was more seriously? Mm-hmm. I think it was around, actually, when I actually got into a band, that was like, what was it, like four it's mm-hmm. been actually almost four years ago mm-hmm. now. Wow, it's like time flies. Um, so around four years ago, so that's when twenty um twenty seventeen twenty seventeen. Okay, we're on, like actually so it's five years. So it's like uh-huh. twenty seventeen. Well, is when I actually started really pursuing it, and then mm-hmm. I actually got in a band. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, honeymoon off the sky drum. No longer in that a band for other reasons, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, she was a big collaborator, very much a structured person. Mm-hmm. Before I, I was playing shows, but I, 
I was playing open mics. I wasn't playing mm-hmm. show shows. Mm-hmm. There's only like a, a couple of shows where I actually did play by myself was, um, which I was at the Curtain Club, mm-hmm. and then I actually did that twice, and then uh, the Profit Bar. Mm, wow, so cool. those were like probably the three shows that I actually did by myself. Wow, that's awesome. So um, with uh, with the the music and everything um, with the open mic scene, what year was that when you started doing open mics? Uh, actually, it was around 2000. I, I, well, these are just guesses, but, but the one that actually really got serious was uh, 2013. I played mm. every week wow. for uh, I think maybe like 52 open mics. Oh my gosh! That year, because like every week, sometimes it may be a little bit more, and I would go to another one. I go to dive bars, wow. and I would play uh, drums, and I would get out of my, uh-huh. my comfort zone. One of the things that I learned from there was was a big learning experience. Is, that you had to sing in order for anybody to listen to music mm. because before I was just a solo artist mm. with guitar and it was mm. like there's only so much and you're just doing like guitar like just instrumental type just, stuff just just instrum- yeah it was so there was no it was it was electric so I would mm. bring a half stack to a, a coffee shop it would, oh. <laughs> would, it would be too loud I was yeah like, it would I would have to actually I had to tone down to a ten watt uh-huh. amplifier uh-huh. because of how loud I was uh-huh. and because like I really wanted to be heard but you would just cut everyone off yeah so yeah so i learned uh how to sing there i learned actually what like timing was and uh, that sort of thing it's, yeah that's great that you acknowledge that you're like you know what maybe it's a little too loud for this environment so let me kind of turn it down that's good um and so how would you describe your your music style i know you said it was a little louder for coffee shop you know vibes <laughs> so what's your music style so music style. i have a, a very dynamic music style i like different types of styles of music so i go from rock jazz blues funk um uh, hip-hop or mm-hmm. like r&b mm-hmm. or like electronic music i play everything but for the most part it's mainly rock oriented mm-hmm. music Mm-hmm. So, but I like to incorporate my, my sensibilities in every genre of or adding mm-hmm. guitar into any, anything or s- melodies or like I was talking about earlier, since I, I grew up listening to a lot of scores and a lot of video game music, which, which mm-hmm. was highly influential on me. So I think orchestrationally, mm-hmm. I think how uh, things like that very, very much. So I watched the, all the documentaries on, uh, um, let's see, classic albums and like how they make the albums. And I would always look up research in different producing styles and things like that. I'm still mm-hmm. doing that today. Wow. I've been doing that for maybe even before I even really got into music because mm-hmm. I, I learned about the behind the music was a big thing. And I would always wa- watch it all the time mm-hmm. when it come on PH1. And so it, those things actually really, it was like, I kind of like before I knew that I really wanted to do it, I was already getting influence. Yeah. Wow. Before. I gotcha. I can definitely understand that because I, I would say the same for me as well. Um, just growing up, you know, you get influenced by st- stuff you see on TV, the media, and I think that has helped help shape me as an artist also. Um, I want to circle back to uh, the open mic scene. Um, where where would you say you're based locally? Like, are you in Arlington? Are you in the Arlington community? Or are you more so like like when you're doing these events? Where was it mostly? It was mostly Arlington and it's a defunct uh, place called ABC's, America's Best Coffee. I know exactly where, where you were talking about. I used to go there too for open mics. Yeah, you too. Wow. Yeah, I went to both of them. Mansfield the one, and Man- Arlington. Arlington. Yeah. So we, went, we, we were around each other, but we didn't really know it. Yeah. What what years were you going? So uh, thir- the, the last year that it was open, so 2013. I thought so, yeah, because I was like, where's that open mic? Wow. What year did you graduate? So you I, 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 uh, I graduated in 09. So I'm, mm. I'm 30, about to be 32 this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I graduated 2012. So we were like, I guess, maybe in like the same class in a sense. Not class, but like in that same high school. I, well, I was actually around there in 2012. This, but the oh. 2013 is when I went the most. That's mm-hmm. the reason why I was notable. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. So we probably had seen each other at some point. So you probably Maybe. know uh, like Lori Mosley as well? I know. I don't remember much of them. I just remember going up and performing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Lori Mosley was one of the... She's the... Uh, uh, she is the... Um, Lori Mosley is the the mother of the person that sings in Flyleaf, the, the original singer. Oh, you know, like, wow. There was Lacey, I believe that was her name. I don't yeah, remember the name. I don't but... remember, but Flyleaf. So wow. that, that was notable. So I, I, I played her shows for all the time and I didn't know it until mm. we, we sat down together in a group of everyone after we, we finished up an open mic. 
said that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm the mother of Lacey from oh Flyleaf. Oh my gosh, how cool. I was what like, a small world. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's that's awesome. And then, uh, like, that's how I actually made a lot of my connections. A lot of oh. people, artists that know me, uh-huh. is be, was because of I went there so often. Oh, wow. That is so cool. I have not met anyone else that has remembered ABC Coffee. They were such a great coffee place, and they always give you, like, a little punch card. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that place. So I want to talk, um, I want to go and talk about like your creative process and um, just like your work and creative mindset. So can you first start by telling us your creative process? It's just really, it's just what I just started on the project or if I like, I watch something like for instance, if I watched like a documentary, like uh, it might get loud talking about like uh, these three musicians getting together and actually making music and talking about music and i was like oh i'll start i'll start to want to play music mm-hmm. so like uh, or if i'll listen to a documentary or like storytellers mm-hmm. like uh like bruce Springsteen, he did something on storytellers that he just he just basically went on a guitar there's specifically uh nebraska where he is just him and a guitar for the whole album i was like i was inspired by that mm-hmm. and like my first few my first two records were were just uh was just that mm-hmm. it was just a combination of just like some electric and also just mainly acoustic uh, that was my, my thing mm-hmm. at the time and i was also experimenting if you look at my old uh, soundcloud things online you can actually find that and you can see the progression also my limitations at the time i didn't really have much equipment all i had was um a, a Tascam a tpo2 or something like that rather and then i would play uh, play with that and it would have mics so you just mic it up whatever you had in front of it so i had guitar and i would do vocals one track it was just an eight track recorder and you just do multiple vocals and i was experimenting with that and trying to get like in pitch and trying to be on time wow that is so cool would you say that you're self-taught yes pretty much very much self-taught i was just basically watching everyone Mm. basically watching people play and things Mm -hmm. like that that's how i would i would do that I'm more about doing the thing rather than just like sitting down and reading a book. Mm. I did a whole semester mm. full of just learning one scale because I, originally I wanted to go to to um, school for UNT to UNT, but I went to community college in order to do these these lessons to mm. learn music theory. Mm. But I didn't even learn it. Oh. I just I just mm. learned the scales. So we yeah. just went through the major scale for gotcha. the whole semester. Wow, like, interesting. So you're you're you pretty much just kind of watch and do or like do and learn. Yes, exactly. Okay. I know you mentioned um, your creative process as far as like guitar and everything, but what about your writing process? Like you as a singer, like um, do you write a lot of songs that have words to them? Yeah, when it's with me and acoustic, yeah. So I'll typically write that. I'll write it by myself. But I'm more of an instrumentalist. I like putting okay. out instrumentals. But mm-hmm. yes, I do. I, a lot of what I, I come through is like through emotion. Mm-hmm. So whenever I want to write a song, I just you just out of emotion. Okay. Uh, like if I need a, something to say, I just draw from that. I'm very mm-hmm. I'm I guess I'm very feminine in that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm very You're like just expressive. in touch with your emotions. Yes. Yeah. For, yeah the, I would say that always. And then the, mm-hmm. my logical side will just want to get things done. It's like masculine. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I always like I always like the combination of both when, mm-hmm. I, when I'm doing a project. The masculine side of me is makes it more focused on the things. Mm-hmm. Whenever I start it, I say I gotta finish it. Uh, I'll usually within three hours I'll finish a song. Wow! And I'll I'll finish it, I'll write it, record it all in, within the three hours. That's really cool. Wow! Yeah, when I, uh, when I get uh, started on a project, I, I I see it through. So, talk about emotions. Um, what what emotion? Do you draw most from? Is it like anger, sadness? Um, all the all the really? colors of the rainbow. Mm. It's like it's just like your uh, your color palette. Mm-hmm. But anger makes me think get things done or like sadness. Mm-hmm. So if I'm really feeling really sad, I'll 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 write my best music. Mm. Or if I'm really angry, I'll write my best music mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, it usually comes out that way. Okay, that makes sense. Because that's when you're like at your emotional high. Mm-hmm. Um, where where would you say that you draw your inspiration from? I know you said the emotions, but um, what artists or art pieces um, specifically would you say you draw inspiration from often? Okay, so for for inspiration, it can come out with anybody. If anybody's good at what they do, I'll mm-hmm. just I'll just watch it and I'll do an interpretation of what I see what they do. It's just like a, like anything else. Like you just you're just harping. You're just an echo of something that somebody else did. Mm-hmm. 
and then or just making a, a slight variation of difference and just mm-hmm. refining it and tweaking it and making mm-hmm. it better that um but for the most part my uh when i first started it was stevie ray vaughn that made me want to play the instrument and wanted to get into the in, uh the industry because of his uh his ferocity his playing his live playing and a, a bunch of other artists over the over the time jeff buckley is a big one for me personally because i was going through a lot of uh, at the time and he basically he just he just gave out his soul whenever he, he sang mm-hmm. and then whenever he played out music he, you know that he was giving everything okay so that sort of uh, like uh, very scorpionic energy that I are I, you a Scorpio? No, I like that that energy. Oh. So <laughs> I like energy. So I like I'm uh, my Mars is in the eighth house. Mm-hmm. So I'm very like scorpionic and like whenever I'm angry or something like oh, that. Okay. So, like, mm-hmm. And that's how I create. And I'll, I have Mars in Pisces. Oh. Okay. So it's very it's very like that. It's very like a creative. Gotcha. It's, what's your um What's your main sign? My main sign is uh, Gemini Taurus. Mm-hmm. Uh, my rising is Aries. Uh, uh, Aries Moon. Aries uh, Venus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, a lot of what is that like earth and fire? Earth and fire, mm-hmm. and for a lot of cardinal signs, a lot of feminine signs in, in my in my uh, my chart, mm-hmm. um, and also uh, Leo rising. Oh wow, okay. And so I want to thank you for sharing that with us. By the way, I want to ask you something which I always love to know because I also am a um, you know um, like a corporate working artist. How do you balance your art with your work as a life insurance agent? How do you uh, balance this mainly? That's one of the, I'm still trying to figure out to be honest okay. with you, because the, I've I work part time as a steward. Uh, sorry, I like work full time as a, a steward, and then I'm I'm juggling with uh, life insurance. What is a steward? Uh, steward. Uh, steward is basically uh, at a hotel, basically organize things. Oh, so you cleans, have the, uh, cleans, so you have two jobs. Yeah, so I have well, six, I would call this three, but yeah, you, you with you, the music, yeah, yeah, the music. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, three it's, jobs with the music. Three jobs with the music. Yes, yeah, I would say yes. Um, steward basically for a, a hotel mm-hmm. so basically cleans and organizes things around the area basically mm-hmm. uh, like mainly dishes and taking out trash doing various uh, items if they need something I'll, I'll pick it up and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be a runner whatever mm-hmm. they need at the time I'll, I'll try to do yeah okay and then you do your life insurance yeah life insurance and music and what? I'm and still mm-hmm. still working on it I've been working on trying to work figure out if I'm doing too much or mm-hmm. like which one of those things which I'm more passionate about. Yeah. Um, I'm passionate about life insurance in the sense of like it provides people peace of mind. Because mm-hmm. not many people actually have life insurance mm-hmm. and, and also financials. Yeah. It's like working, uh, one of the things that breaks up families is finances. Mm-hmm. A, yeah. a lot of the time. So it's like, that's really important to me. And also um, in my family, um, my personal uh, journey, I, money is like a big, a big thing mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. As far as like, um, if you feel comfortable, you can answer. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But as far as like not having enough money, or just, just is that a cause of like some issues? Not not really issues because well, I was grew up in a, I would say a middle class family. But knowing that the experiences that I would, I would have had, just like the like, um, what I was talking about, going to Abbey Road, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have that experience mm-hmm. if my mom didn't have money because mm-hmm. she was a lawyer. My dad, my dad's a firefighter, mm-hmm. retired. My mom's uh, looking like she's gonna be about to be retiring very oh, wow. soon. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, oh, overall, just it's it's around the time because mm-hmm. you can't physically get up so much mm-hmm. anymore. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that sort of thing. So that that is important to mm-hmm. me because I also funny my music was the reason why I even got in the industry mm-hmm. in the first place. Oh yeah, yeah. So if y'all hadn't gotten the chance to go to. Um, go to abbey road mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have been inspired yeah so it all yeah it all it, connected and i wouldn't have that that connection also too mm-hmm. because she uh, i think my mother planted the seed for that one mm-hmm. and before that and that's cool um so what percentage like if you could put your your day into a pie chart what percentage do you dedicate to your um your job as a steward um, and the, a steward, right with a D. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. No, I think okay. it, it's it's steward. It's, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing it right. And then, um, what percentage do you dedicate to the life insurance? Um, and then what for music? For music, okay. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out mm-hmm. that out. But for the most part, yeah, it is being a steward. And then what percentage? Would you so say? it's like uh, the hours is about th- uh, thirty uh, thirty two hours mm-hmm. worth wow. of that. And then of course I have meetings and trainings. For life insurance, so uh-huh. that's maybe like well, four to eight, 
for that one, just for that. On and top then, of uh, on top uh, on top of that, and then you. So thir- you're saying 30, 32 plus forty eight. No, no, thir- not not forty eight, including, pl- including that. That's okay. the meetings, and then w- whenever I have. I, I'm open for appointments whenever I can. I, I try mm-hmm. to do whenever after work or before work. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of thing, and of course, and we're trying to build a business, so I'm mm-hmm. always re- like either recruiting or, or, yeah. or either uh, working on trying to get clients and policies, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then of course music that I'm I'm doing right now, I'm paused right now because of, of my phone, mm-hmm. because I have to, I have to fix it at the bottom because mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of TikToks, mm-hmm. and I was doing music every day, which I felt I was like oh, I was, I'm really working. I almost, I got basically. Uh, the, the biggest amount of views that I've had was 90, 90k. Wow. All together for all the videos that I was, That's I was, awesome. I was on a roll. Yeah. So, uh, so I was almost, I was cracking, about to crack one, uh, 100k. Uh-huh. So. And then your phone. Then I was like, a block, like, oh, I gotta okay. start all over again. Yeah. So I gotta do it. But the cool thing is, I know what, what, what success mm-hmm. is, and I don't know what, what works. Yeah. So we're just basically doing multiple videos every day mm-hmm. for a bunch of days so it's like i gotta also balance that also too because they now actually uh, apple actually released their new studio mm-hmm. their mac studio actually i want to get one of those because oh, okay. because basically it that's exactly what it is it's basically it has i think i don't even know what it i have mm-hmm. anything but it's it's perfect for my workspace it's mm-hmm. small and i can mm-hmm. actually put a monitor and everything wow. i want to actually put a garage band because i can't i, mm-hmm. I started a label Mm-hmm. But I couldn't upload it because I didn't have a computer. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like that too, and also doing uh, like photo projects, video editing. Mm-hmm. It basically will do everything that I want. That's that's what I'm looking at getting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'm excited for you because I know you did. Um, you know, reach out to me like, gosh, was it a year ago? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm starting a label. Do you know any artists? And um, I was wondering where where the where the label where where that was going. Do you think that you'll have that released by or published this year? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm working on getting it published this yeah. year, and probably need to like pay DistroKid again mm-hmm. um, because like I've been uh, I changed the card because I lost my card, mm-hmm. so I have to pay it back. I have to learn from. Yeah, do you um um do you mind sharing like what the name of the label is? I haven't. Uh, I think it was it was uh, the Bird Recordings. Mm. It, it reason why I even uh, say that is because one it was actually one recording where I was recording uh, by myself and I was. Uh, I was like at the bird, live at the bird, which is mm-hmm. it was like it was supposed to be a fictional place that I was playing okay. live. So I kind of I kind of did yeah, that. That's cool. So um so I was doing basically like a uh, basically sort of like a live oriented like um, open mic sort of situation. It was kind of framed that way, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden there was this bird that came all all, all over the place, mm-hmm. like it passed by one of the recordings. It's like, and I was like, do I hear birds chirping? So. <laughs> I after that I called it the bird recordings. Mm, that's so. cool. That's actually very like organic. Like that that creative process is so organic. Those are the best ones because there's a story behind it, you know. Mm. Um, what advice? I know you said you're still kind of working on it as an artist. Um, actually, let me circle back. Um, because I think we talked about the the two like um working jobs as your um you as a like a musician mm-hmm. what percentage of time do you dedicate to your music right uh yeah again right now it's it's uh less right now mm-hmm. because wait, because we're waiting, what, we're for, waiting the for, for the phone so i can actually do it on a daily basis because mm-hmm. that's the most i've actually intera- interacted with people mm-hmm. all over the united states like from different uh ages groups mm-hmm. and also overseas too i got mm-hmm. a brick cute dude that i i play with us mm-hmm. as well we just through through duets yeah. that I do do I pretty much anybody that has plays music that I, I think I can add something mm-hmm. that would be appropriate to mm-hmm. um, I'll add uh, something to okay. it okay so cool. that that sort of thing so yeah. I, that's where where my main focus is on because I want to basically reach the masses uh-huh. and the masses are on TikTok they're mm-hmm. not they're yeah. not on Facebook anymore you know mm-hmm. I, I was mm-hmm. uh, you know I was in uh, Honeymoon Dolphin Sky Drum we mm-hmm. we did uh recordings every week mm-hmm. well as long as we could well, if anything happened you know we, we would be we would schedule it for another day mm-hmm. but for the most part yeah we, we did it every day i was i was the biggest person that actually was to put that in front of them because i wanted to to see our progress mm-hmm. throughout the time and also if we had an idea they would be able to record it mm-hmm. and i'm glad that actually they're still continuing on after i've left Mm-hmm. Which is like okay, great, cool. So, like, I'm glad that, mm-hmm. and I also see old recordings. It's like you know, I'm glad that they're actually continuing on. Yeah. This is like yeah. a big thing. I love it. Um, 
as far as um i, I want to definitely talk about tiktok here in a second too um as far as like open mics or events um because i know you've been to a couple rbc events which mm -hmm. you know i really do appreciate coming out what um do you plan on, on going more to the the open mics again or do you are you focusing more so on like you said like tiktok and where you can reach more people i'd rather reach more people but i also want to connect with other artists locally mm -hmm. as well that's the reason why i even go there mm -hmm. anyway um because i i i i'd rather be seen than uh and heard by a lot of people than very few mm -hmm. because that's a big thing because all of it is about marketing and that's the big uh, big mm -hmm. thing in order for there's a lot of talented people out there but none of them don't know how to market themselves mm -hmm. yeah marketing that's is like, important marketing is a very uh, talent is abundant it's just that we mm -hmm. didn't need to be pushed out mm -hmm. and be seen yeah so th that wow is that why you you want to do that recording or the label the record label yeah record label mm -hmm. because also i could find other artists as well and mm -hmm. also basically uh also learning from being a life insurance agent mm -hmm. Uh, learning about business and things mm -hmm. like that also too yeah. they were teaching they teach you a lot of things about marketing and business yeah. and about fi how, and how finance, to talk to people and finances, uh, finances and sales and things like mm -hmm. that so it that's the biggest reason why i even joined and mm -hmm. it, a lot of it has been about personal development in life insurance per yeah. for me personally because i'm still learning the business i haven't earned the income that i really want mm -hmm. but i really want to actually go and actually make a difference in people in the marketplace mm -hmm. in that in that sense also too so uh, life insurance and, and music at the same time and kinda also work together kind of work together because also too because it's very similar because mm -hmm. it's all about who you know where you mm -hmm. want to meet up the connection that is that's you and the relationships that you build mm -hmm. that's the reason why I even wanted to do the life insurance anyway yeah, that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense I feel like you and I are very similar in that because you know I'm in sales and so I definitely I see the value of everything I've learned with my company in order to help it with my my business basically is trying productions mm -hmm. so it, it really does make a huge difference actually um we can talk off air but i would love for you to like do a workshop for us or something um to like you know talk about life insurance or mm -hmm. um or what you do so we can talk about that later um what advice do you have for other artists who are working a nine to five <laughs> a nine to five or just stay or like not nine to five but oh. like a you know i guess with doing what we all do like multiple jobs and stuff. well multiple jobs okay well of course you just have a schedule and stick to it mm -hmm. just big things uh because like uh, before i came here I, I talked about it earlier i was in yoga so i was like I, i'm i need to i need to do this and then i have other things i need, yeah. need to do afterwards i need to talk to people because i need to build my business you can't mm -hmm. you cannot talk to people and not build your business mm -hmm. Um, because it's just if you if you talk to people you'll connect with a lot of people and, and their markets and then that person could lead you to a different uh, stratosphere and what with your business and mm -hmm. what you have to do with your life yeah. and it's like waking up early in the morning is also really helpful mm -hmm. like early meditation mm -hmm. really helps. I need to go back back that to that again but mm -hmm. I, I naturally wake up at five in the morning anyway wow, that's so early. Five, no that is that's okay. late that's late for me <laughs> if I wake up at six oh sh my day is gone wow okay if I wake up at six it's like my day is gone I was like four in the morning I woke up at four in the morning mm -hmm. today because I wanted to do this, because uh -huh. I, I was, but I also wanted to get my meditation yeah. and things that out, and then also my body. I, I, I don't know if I, if you see me now, I, I don't know if you, I've lost weight or not. Uh -huh, yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, I've noticed the difference in energy. Mm -hmm. yeah. At work, uh, I got to the point where at my uh, stewarding job, I couldn't function. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like I, it wasn't that the war, the work was really hard or like super stressful. It was just like I, I just couldn't function i just midway i just lost energy mm -hmm. and i couldn't uh, i stopped all of a sudden mm -hmm. i was like I, I just feel really ill yeah so and then i i started in november now it's um it's now about march mm -hmm. so i've been doing about a little bit over four months right wow yeah mm -hmm. so a little bit over four months do the yoga and meditation or like, just it, the meditation it's, it's it's a movement meditation so i do oh. it's uh it's a bikram yoga oh, so it's okay. a hot it's a hot room Cool. So you, uh, biggest thing about that room is that you don't focus on the room, mm -hmm. and you hydrate, you prepare before you mm -hmm. go in that room, mm -hmm. and then there's no judgment in what you're doing. Gotcha. So if you can't get a posture, you just like no, just do what you can. Do what you can, and then mm -hmm. me meditate, and then just um, stay still. Have stillness mm -hmm. is the actually the biggest thing that I'm really focusing on is stillness, uh -huh. because everything that that you that you do, 
um, in, the, in the modern world is this kind of crazy everything is happening all at once mm-hmm. everyone's on, the, on their phone it's good to have a sense of stillness mm-hmm. within all the noise yeah definitely definitely so you're working on um, like scheduling things mm-hmm. and really just finding that stillness within yourself mm-hmm. because you're so busy mm-hmm. that makes sense um, I want to talk more about that content creation. I know you had mentioned um, like the TikToks and everything. How important do you feel like platforms like TikTok are for musicians? I think t- uh, TikTok breaks you know, people into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like Lil Nas X, a couple of other artists that I don't even know. Uh, Jacob Collar, I didn't even really know about him until maybe like a little bit later. And I was like, and he's amazing. He does these short videos that are high, uh, the harmonically really complex, and then also his um, his overall just vibe is very mm-hmm. funky, which I dig. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I really like his 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 things on there. And then a, a, a bunch of artists that I've I've met and then connected with all over the United States, and I've actually made friends with uh, through because of the platform. Oh, cool. And uh, again, it's all about connection because mm-hmm. you cannot do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Because like you can you can do like uh, you can create you can build yourself up personally, but in order to you to go further than you are, is about other people. It's always about other people. Yeah. And they also tell us in life insurance, it's it's not about your promotion. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. It's about the other, the others. Yeah, what they need. What they need is you're, uh, you're supposed to be a, a servant leader. You're mm-hmm. supposed to be a, a, of service to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at the most, um, most um, lucrative industries, they're all about service. Mm-hmm. Everything that you do around you is all about service. Either you you go to restaurant industry, or if you're uh, doing like, of course, uh, just do basic sales. If you're anything. Um, or like house or like housekeeping things like mm-hmm. that or like if you're working at a hospital mm-hmm. all, all provide a, a service mm-hmm. to you yeah yeah um what um so you say like it's extremely important for for musicians so you're saying everyone should get on tiktok basically <laughs> use a platform that that best suits you mm-hmm. i would say like uh, when it's like tiktok is a, is the platform right now but yeah uh, how long i don't know yeah you know it's like you know but Use whatever is available at the time. Mm-hmm. Whatever avenues, use your tools. Okay. I'm a, I'm a big about uh, big about tool. Mm-hmm. Tool. I'm tool oriented, self uh, self taught, self lesson, mm-hmm. learning from 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 your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Also learning from other people as well. It's very helpful. Um, education is really big part of me. Although I wasn't very very uh, good in school necessarily, but I I like to learn things outside yeah. of what I was learning in school. Right. Yeah. Same. I agree. What other areas of content creation are you experimenting with? Other areas of content creation, I've, I'm actually more experiment, uh, more experimenting with lighting, mm. uh, specifically if that's what I'm experimenting. Cool. I, I added, uh, I bought some lights mm-hmm. because I, I just been just ring light all day, gang all all light, yeah. and then uh, to a certain point where I started wa- watching other people's videos, they were adding different lighting situations. I was like, I need to get on that, so mm-hmm. I try to f- I, I find the lighting situation i'm still working on it mm-hmm. i want to actually make it super unique so it's it makes sense mm-hmm. and then also it's uh, presentable because a lot of people on these platforms are visual mm-hmm. and also auditorial so if you get them on both it's a, it's a done deal because okay. people yeah people are more likely to watch your videos as a high quality mm-hmm. video yeah yeah because um, you know, people do watch videos that aren't always perfect on the audio but if they mm-hmm. have a, a good visual and energy mm-hmm. th- then it might make up for it yeah for it. But, I gotcha. if, but if you have the whole package it's like it sells itself yeah so the production is definitely important mm-hmm. agreed are there any other projects you're currently working on and can you tell us more about it Co- current projects i'm actually wor- working on various times of the day that sometimes probably when we work out something after over here i usually work on my phone i hope at the time garage band is has been a godsend for me personally because that's actually I've been uh, putting out my music mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. uh, eventually that's the reason why I also wanted I talked about getting a Mac it's because I actually can do a little bit more on there and I can mix and master which I miss okay. I miss mastering my music yeah but with this uh, with this uh, GarageBand it makes it really good for good demos that's actually a proof of concept and and I've actually released it as is because of how good the, the platform is mm-hmm. and using that particular thing 
Gotcha. So I'm excited. When when do you plan on um kind of putting more more of that workout? I was like uh, pretty much like any time, any, okay. any time of the week. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, just... it's not scheduled or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't have like the release date time. I'll just like put it out mm-hmm. and see what it does, or okay. I'll put it on TikTok gotcha. or like that sort of thing. But now they're actually uh, TikTok's actually adding. You can actually add your own music mm-hmm. on there. Which is actually that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna, probably going to be a game changer, yeah. which I'm planning to get on. I'll get on very yeah, soon. Yeah, that, that will be actually really good. Uh, before I had to do it like bootleg, <laughs> so <laughs> I had to uh, I had to upload it. I had to screen or uh, screen grab record my, uh, my GarageBand uh-huh. thing, or or I would I have to go go to SoundCloud and record uh, record it that way. Uh, gotcha. In order to put it on on. Yeah. There. Now I can just do it direct. It's like, oh, thank God. It's That's like- awesome. Well, I love that you like were um, kind of resourceful and you know were able to kind of navigate around that and found an alternative. Oh yeah. That's no, cool. One thing that I, I am is pretty resourceful. If I want to get something done, I got it. There's a. I want to talk about my, a little bit about my life insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a there's a. Um, there's a, a convention that you're supposed to qualify for. Mm-hmm. I didn't qualify for. Oh. <laughs> so I, I, I found out it's like they, they give you a code, right? Mm-hmm. They originally gave, they give you a code um, and then so what, but they don't give you a QR code. The, mm-hmm. the only way that you actually get past them is through a QR code. Okay. So what I did was just, I just made the QR code. Wow. <laughs> so I went through the whole sales meeting and I, I got through the meeting. I paid for the ticket. Yeah. It's all legal. Yeah. It's just that I just snuck wow, in because. that's hilarious. It, it was like, because I was stressing out because before yeah. you, before they give you a QR code, the, uh, the I think the event before they gave you a QR code, mm-hmm. and, but you had to go in there early in order to sneak mm-hmm. in. But this time they didn't. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I had to figure it out. So I went, wow. I literally got, went there, found out that I could, uh, they had to have a QR code, mm-hmm. went back to uh to the uh, I went to Office Max, mm-hmm. uh, made the code, uh, made the QR code, then mm-hmm. went back and then got in. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I love that. You know, very crafty. Um, I want to talk about. Uh, you've already mentioned a lot of these here. These um, you've already kind of answered a lot of these here. But um, I want to talk about you know um, relationships and how you feel that they can help you succeed. Um, so what can you um, elaborate more on your thoughts on collaboration? Oh, collaboration. I think collaboration is paramount with everything because mm-hmm. uh, uh, one thing that I didn't I don't like working by myself is I only have my vision. Mm-hmm. I don't have somebody else else's ideas too. Mm-hmm. having somebody else in the room as gives you a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Always have a second opinion. Always very very helpful something that's uh that's constructive not deconstructive right right because uh, like hey this I, I i like this but uh or and oh, i need to add this mm-hmm. so and i think you could add also this or mm-hmm. this or this yeah so when when talking to people you should always say and i keep right on, but it's be saying but is like uh you mm-hmm. know. yeah it's combative it's combative if you say and it's uh, i learned that from uh how to win friends and influence people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They teach us that, wor- that at work. <laughs> that too. Yeah, that's a very useful because like it's always about the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. So how important do you think building relationships and connections are to an artist's success? Oh, like one to ten, how would you rate it? It's a ten. Mm-hmm. All, all, t- we're, we're, I think we've been talking about this whole yeah. thing. Is uh, It's a, a number one. Uh, of course, you need to start it for yourself, but other artists... Uh, support each other it really it's really helpful mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing about being a honeymoon office guy that was because of well because of Randy and I will I will say this to the nth degree she was the best thing that ever happened to me mm-hmm. and ever that I made her because I met her um, uh, I learned about life in general mm-hmm. because also and I got emotional because I'm getting because of how much that relationship was really important to me and how much I loved loved her and I still do mm-hmm. And how much it actually uh, grew me, mm-hmm. and actually really actually uh, got a structure within me mm-hmm. that I had and refined it mm-hmm. even more. Because yeah. like before, it was just like I would just uh, come out and play whatever, mm-hmm. and I would improvise and with whatever I had. But with her, it was very structured. You have to get it down, mm-hmm. very disciplined, mm-hmm. and that's really what I liked about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kind of helped you just grow as a person. V- a big person, like very much, like uh. That would be a 10 out of 10 a mm. person that has been most influential, mm-hmm. the greatest teacher Aww. in my life Aww. that I've had. Um, so yeah. very thankful for her. Yeah, we always love, you know, um, people that come into our lives and help us grow. So shout out to Brandy. Also shout out to you, um, 
Larissa. <laughs> yes, also Larissa too. Yeah, she, she, Larissa also was was good well, go good go between. Mm-hmm. Also too, she was a uh, she made a more stable instead of just me and her fighting. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just it, it was just oh it was just over like you know like a few things like yeah. the, here and there because you you're in a band you you, you, right. fight, you fight. Yeah, understandable. Um, so what uh, what connections? I know you already man- mentioned one, which is Brandy. Um, but what other connections have you made in the past that have helped you get to where you are today? Memorable ones. Oh, oh well, memorable ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- yeah, of course you have Brandy, of course. But uh, I think uh, the biggest one would be just recording my music for for myself. Mm-hmm. Like for that was like a big independence mm-hmm. for me because like I doing it myself, and then that means I didn't really need too many uh anybody if if i need be because mm. like certain artists they uh they're just singers or just guitarists they just they don't want to even touch the instruments they don't want to like learn about the the uh the board or things like that like mix of things sort of things that's uh one of the arguments that i've had with, with uh with some people was uh just because like they didn't want to want to do the artist stuff but they knew how to mix it mm-hmm. but they just needed somebody in order to to be in front of it in order to mix it it was mm-hmm. like okay you know all this th- these things but you don't want to touch the board it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense it's like a disconnect mm-hmm. between that it's like I, if i'm gonna do something i i i gotta do everything i mm-hmm. learn everything about what i needed to do mm-hmm. so we gotta learn about the how pr- production works how like the the faders work how the how to mix it, how to master it, how to put it out, how to actually market it, mm-hmm. everything. That I, I'm more uh, an indie artist. So mm-hmm. I'm very independent in that way. Yeah, cool. I, I really do appreciate that. I feel like people that are self-taught, you know, they, um, they have a different kind of way about doing things because they've had to literally like learn on their own and figure things out. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing that. I do agree with you. Um, you know, as I get older, I do realize that connections and knowing people are so important because you never know who you're going to meet. And, um, you know, everyone, you know, everyone has some sort of connection to each other. Like we all probably have something that we can agree on. Um, and when you find that connection piece with people, that's how you, you build and grow that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of like, you know, asking the proper questions to get to that point. Yes, very much so. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. And uh, I, what would be like your biggest connections also as well? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> Thank you for asking. So I would say, um, hmm. Gosh, okay. So I have a few. I would say in the... Um, in the art scene, hmm, I would say maybe Pat really, because like Mm -hmm. he was already kind of in the art scene Mm -hmm. as well. And he had been doing a lot of gigs and all. And I felt like I was more so like, um, I knew more of the poets. And then when we got together, I started like learning more about like the music side and meeting musicians and even meeting like venue owners. Like one of our first dates was at Dr. Jekyll's. And hey. now, yeah, and now I, I use that venue often. Um, and then as far as like business, I would say my business consultant, Brandon Powell, mm. he's given me a lot of um, different connections and just kind of taught me a lot as a, as a business owner. Those two people, I would say, influenced me a lot. Mm. Now, thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick break here, Emmett, and then we are going to come back and talk about the love of your craft and everything that you do. All right, y'all. So we are back here with Emmett and um, we had just talked about the importance of building relationships and connections. And now we're going to talk about um, his passion for everything that he does. So Emmett, what is your favorite thing about what you do? Well, favorite thing is, of course, creating something mm-hmm. out of nothing or creating something out of an idea that somebody somebody else had or like interpreting it and changing it into something completely different. Mm-hmm. And also watching other people as well, like big things while watching other people mm-hmm. is as an inspiration to mm-hmm. actually create something. Yeah. So the creation aspect is mm-hmm. your favorite. I love that. Mm-hmm. What keeps you motivated and driven? What motivated and driven? Uh biggest thing would be just just doing doing it because mm-hmm. like whenever you start something 
and you're actually creating it. Uh, this is also how I, how I uh, do artwork as well. I was like, I'll start with a line, and then I'll go from there. Because biggest thing is just starting in, in any project. Because uh, some some projects aren't even started at all. That could be the greatest thing in the world that no one never seen before, mm-hmm. if it doesn't start first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you ever get burnt out? Because I know you do like a lot with your work and and music and just everything. You do so much. And um, so do you ever get burnt out? And how do you overcome those feelings? Uh, burnt out? I wouldn't say. I don't think I've ever been burned out in music. I just uh, got maybe got bored. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because like if, uh, if I'm playing like uh, I talked about earlier that I uh, played open mics mm-hmm. at ABCs. Yeah. And I would go there and playing the same songs over mm-hmm. and over. It gets boring, but mm-hmm. you're playing this, the same venue, the same place. Mm-hmm. That that uh, sometimes that I don't you like. gotta shake it up. So you gotta shake it up, and then also you or playing the same uh, same song list that you've been playing for maybe like two or three years mm-hmm. and not adding new stuff. Yeah. And yeah. that's like uh, I I do not like stagnation. Mm-hmm. I like progression and, and growth, mm-hmm. and adding something new. But of course, you need to have those songs down, that structure down. Hashtag Brandy uh, for that in order to get that uh, in order. Because, like, getting that structure down is very important. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, what, um, what, can you share us your goals for the future as an artist? Like, what all are you looking to accomplish? Uh, Future goals for other, I think the biggest thing is just to help help them, Mm -hmm. help them uh, create something more of themselves and get them into a, a platform or a mindset for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's for, for everyone. I'm always, inc- I always encourage people that just start the instrument, just keep on playing. And it's like, if you're down on yourself, just keep on playing. Just keep swimming. Just keep <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, it's like, if you're, if you're feeling, if you're having, uh, having a bad day, keep, keep, keep playing. Mm-hmm. Cause like, okay, tomorrow is a different day. Yeah. Um, here's, that's actually a big thing for me. Uh, I'll, here's, here's a personal uh, thing that I have. I don't really talk about there was a there was a point in my life where I was uh, I almost co- uh, completely took my life wow. when I was in uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I had anybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like any uh, any support or from anybody at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't it wasn't like the best thing in the world mm-hmm. for me to be feeling at the time. Um, but the, if somebody didn't really walk in the room in order to see me, uh, Miss Higginbotham is the person that saw me uh, saw me, and then I just stopped. Tr- uh, trying to commit suicide whenever she came in the door Aww. I was like I-, I just bawled out and cried um, but and then from that from that day on I learned that just just keep going don't give up mm-hmm. um, and I haven't it's been actually over tw- uh, it's almost 20 years mm-hmm. since I think it was around 2002 so it's wow. oh, uh, 20 years to the, to the I, don't, I don't know the exact date but yeah it's, but it's like yeah 20 years 20 it's... years is my, my last suicide attempt wow um, and I haven't committed suicide ever since. Right. It hasn't been that way ever yeah. since. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Um, what? So, so after that that in, event um, or that moment, um, you said that someone had walked into the room and you're you, like, you. Can you kind of elaborate? So I think I misunderstood. Okay, so when she walks in, okay, so it was in the middle of the class. Mm-hmm. I was in the back of the class, and uh, I had a. I had a jacket that had a, mm. a, a string around it, and I would wrap it around. Uh, so I, I, I attempted once, uh, but it was half-hearted. And then mm. I, I just, I think this particular day was when the Higginbotham was in, and then, then I stopped. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was like, that's when it was. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Uh, I don't really talk about it because it's, it's not something that I yeah. really want to discuss with people mm-hmm. all the time because it's not a not a uh, it's a downer point in my life but it's still important because it is part of your journey i mean it did you know shape who you are mm-hmm. so yeah you know that yeah that, that too also that too yeah and i think you know thank you for sharing that with us by the way like that's that's a really important piece that i feel like a lot of people need to be more mindful of you know i think we've all um been at a very very low point some of us have attempted some of us you know um, were able to push through but i think everyone's you know kind of been at such a low point 
So mm. thank you for sharing that. I'm glad you're, you know, I'm glad that you're, you're in a much better place. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I think <laughs> I, uh, also at the time I was on, on medication. Oh, okay. So I was on Adderall at the mm-hmm. time. Gotcha. Uh, so, and they gave me a big, uh, big dose that also didn't help. Also, oh. I was bullied ferociously. Mm-hmm. All, every, uh, one, uh, one time, one person tried to trip me over where, where the stairs were. And uh, I, I, I missed him. So I was like that, that sort of thing. And I would get punched all the time. Wow. I, I looked different from everyone else at the time because I would wear, I would basically wear, I would be basically wear what my dad wore mm-hmm. at the time. And he would wear shorts. Mm-hmm. So he wore cargo shorts, mm-hmm. but they weren't like the in style cargo mm-hmm. shorts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, it would basically, my shorts would go to my knee mm-hmm. everyone else would go further oh, past oh, their yeah. knee because <laughs> it was it was early 2000s right. and it was a big thing to be sagging right. and having pet and having pants really low yeah and uh, above your knee and then uh, and i'm rolling my eyes because i i totally understand like for i think also flooding was not okay mm-hmm. like if you flooded um your your pants like if the jeans didn't cover your shoes, <laughs> that was a problem too. Yes, exactly. And you, uh, some people would actually, yeah, I, I heard this also too from like an interview. There were actually some people that actually would actually put rubber bands where their shoes were. Oh yeah, to tuck, or, their, to tuck to, 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 to tuck the jeans and the shoes. The yeah. shoes because it, they, it'll all be uh, messed up just like mine is right now. Right now, it's all tattered up because yeah, yeah. it's a little too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, so like yeah. Yeah, that was like, I understand because I was bullied as well. I think we all have been at one point. So, um, yeah, I, it definitely, you know, does make an impact on you. Um, but when I think about it now, I just laugh. Number one, kids are mean in general. Um, number two, I think that now in our generation, we're learning how to treat people better mm-hmm. and being more mindful of emotions. Mm-hmm. And so our kids in the future will be a lot nicer than than our kids, like the kids that we went to school with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, bullying sucks. And, you know, I was listening to um, Brene Brown and she said that like when kids are at that age, like that's all they know. That's their whole life, you know, and to be bullied, it's like you don't see like any way out of it because you don't, you're not old enough to realize that there's more to life mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm so sorry you went through that yeah. i can understand how that you know can affect you okay it, it actually the question uh, at the time gay was a, a big thing to as an mm. insult right so they would tell you you're gay i was like i was questioning my my sexuality wow. all the time mm. uh it's like they would tell you they, they were very pryy about it too they mm. were just very upfront very like intrusive mm. about like what you are what you mm. are you know that sort of thing um, that's one of the biggest things that I remember. And I, I think I knew that I like girls, but they keep on telling you that you're gay. You kind of question that for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, especially at that time, like middle school and all, you know, our bodies are changing, um, puberty and hormones. So there's a lot of emotions going around. And of course there's nothing wrong with being gay, but at the time, like people really were making it like a disease. Or yes, something. exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was very common. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you are. I'm glad we're all out of middle school. Let's put it that way. Yes, middle school honestly was like the worst. Yes. <laughs> so, um, as far as your goals, because I know you you said that your main thing is to really just keep on pushing. But like, where do you um like what do you want to be like? Do you want to be a recording artist? Do you want to be a producer? Um, I know your answer is probably all of the above. But like, yeah. do you want to be like on stage behind the stage? Um, like selling out shows, um, you know, at Madison Square Garden or something, or what? Yeah, all of yeah, of course, all of the above, because that's what I, I I came into the industry because of of that, uh, because I got the high score on on Texas Blood, <laughs> Texas Blood, because oh. Steve Ray Vaughn made me. Uh, that's the reason why I say Steve Ray Vaughn mm-hmm. is a big influence because he made, uh, he made me pick up the instrument because of the, uh, their cover of, of Steve Ray Vaughn. I really wanted to uh, be the instrument. I I I saw the audience. It's like. I want that. Mm-hmm. I want that, like, uh, that love. Because at the time, I didn't feel a lot of love mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason. Well, when you're a teenager, you know. You, yeah, you're going you feel through, like, yeah. You're, you go through a lot of a lot of things. And uh, that was the biggest thing. It's like, I want, like, attention. I want mm-hmm. love from other people. And I also want to bring that, that love back to them again. Mm-hmm. Also, too, because, like, about being about the other is, mm-hmm. is a big thing. Yeah. 
real quick, I want to kind of circle back. I know you said you were Adderall. Was that for like ADHD? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I was diagnosed with ADHD. Uh, they it was diagnosed by a nurse. It wasn't really uh, diagnosed by uh, by a psychiatrist or a physician mm-hmm. or something. Uh, I think which was very odd. I was like, well, in retrospect, they didn't. It was probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I was on it. Um, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the, the blue one was fine. <laughs> the blue the, one. Uh-huh. The blue one was fine. It was the, that was a smaller dose, and okay. then they put me on the orange. Oh, one. It, they change colors. I, yeah, the reason they, reason I ask is because I'm um, I was diagnosed with ADHD too, mm-hmm. so I'm on I'm on Adderall. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the blue ones. <laughs> oh, so you're on the light version? No, they yeah. put me on the orange one. What is that like? Sixty? Uh, I don't even 50? know. They, they changed colors, and the, I just I didn't know they changed colors. It's they so changed funny. color with a dosage. <laughs> wow. And then the the orange one, I did, I responded poorly to. Okay. And then I, I like I think they they put me on Stratera mm-hmm. for my last years in in middle school. Mm-hmm. It was it was that didn't help either. No, I, they weighed me off of it for mm. uh, for a little bit, but yeah, I, no. Mm. I suggest you just give yeah. uh, people that have um, ADHD an activity that they can focus on. Yeah. At the time, it was video games because mm-hmm. that's all I knew. Yeah. And then um, I would play that for hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours and hours. And then I, I know that you like Kingdom Hearts. It's like mm-hmm. I was like that was one of the games that I played the most. Mm-hmm. That yeah. real, that oh, actually that that score always makes me work hard. Yeah. The end song for for a simple uh, oh, it's not oh simple. my gosh, uh, the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the oh the, yeah. the 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 no uh, drums section where it's just piano and her voice. Mm-hmm. Every time it goes to the ending, it makes me ball. Oh yeah, it's her. It's. Super. Her, or sorry, they're bina- non-binary now. So their voice, um, Hikaru Yutada, I think is their name. Mm-hmm. They're non-binary now, so I want to be respectful. But um, their voice is so like angelic and beautiful. Um, I love, you know, Sanctuary and um, Simple and Clean. And then there's one song. I don't know, most people don't know the song. Um, I think it's like Easy Breezy. Mm. So good too. And like their style is just so, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, actually, I didn't play that growing up. I would actually, my, I have an older brother who's, um, gosh, four years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would play it, which is why I got into video games because I love, like, you know, just watching him play and, like, hang out with him. Um, and so, like, I would listen to the sound, the music, because he was playing. And, like, that really did draw me into, um, video games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you see yourself uh, in five years? Where do you see? Uh, I, ooh, excuse me. <laughs> I see myself. Uh, I think very wealthy, mm-hmm. and just in general because I. Uh, this is the reason why I joined the financial industry. Mm-hmm. This is also that reason why because I have more options, mm-hmm. and the music also had. Oh, you can got me into into the financial industry because of my connections. Mm-hmm. It was with an ex that she uh, she brought me to what they call a BOM, mm-hmm. um, and then they got and then I, I liked it, so I p- pursued it. Um, and I've been in there ever since, just learning the business, learning about what it, what it means to be a life insurance agent, and also just learning how to be uh, a man in general, or just a person. Mm-hmm. Just being a, because like the the person, uh, Not like an adult, like a, like an adult, or yeah, that that too. Because uh, I identify as as a man, mm-hmm. um, that that's a big thing for me. But I've always I've always been like in an androgynous in in mm-hmm. my uh, my. My ways because mm-hmm. uh, I I fluctuate between feminine and ma- masculine all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, uh, I was like because of uh, being being an artist, you mm-hmm. you, you, you have, you to, have be to be in have, touch with your emotional side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I'm, uh, I would say emotional would be uh, feminine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, feminine side definitely because you have to be co- uh, really connected with people, mm-hmm. and that way because that's uh, you, you have to have a sense of uh, care and candor with people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and definitely, um, you know, using that emotional piece for your line of work because life insurance is a very emotional thing for people because it's talking about their death, you mm-hmm. know, basically mm-hmm. the potential or not potential, but the like death, everyone's going to die. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we got to definitely handle that piece, um, with care and emotion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thank you so much, Emmett, for sharing everything with us today. Um, I really do appreciate, you know, um, all the personal stories that you shared as well. I think that's important for um, the community to grow, just to understand each other and just 
you know, for human interaction, because in the time of COVID, you know, I don't feel like people connect it like they used to. Mm-hmm. So really do appreciate you sharing and being vulnerable with us today. Um, before we close out, there's a couple more things I want to ask. What words of advice would you give to your younger self? Uh, younger self, uh, uh, keep on going. Mm-hmm. It's just very, very simple because like uh, I wouldn't really give too much advice because I wouldn't really listen to it. Uh, okay, I, that's good that you know that. Advice. Like, I wouldn't really give her too much advice. It's like, okay, here's what you need to do. You need yeah. to do X, Y, and Z. I, you need to do this. You just you need to be focusing on yeah. on your work and that sort of things. No, you'd be just, like, screw you. Don't tell me. I was what like, to do. don't tell me what to do because like I, I, my mother had that spirit as well. That was my motto too. That's my, I was like, don't tell me what to do. My, my mother is also my mother and my my dad are both that or they're very independent very much of that yeah so i if you don't mind me asking what's your um ethnicity like your heritage uh hispanic mm-hmm. yeah as a hispanic it's basically uh my parents were both uh, both born in laredo texas mm-hmm. so they, they they knew each other but then they met um later on mm-hmm. um that uh, that, that sort of situation so yeah. that's, that's how they got together gotcha and i know in like um you know certain cultures myself included there's like that um there's different, um, I guess, different ways that, um, like, men are supposed to act, women are supposed to act. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of another part of what shapes us. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, yeah. And <laughs> also being a part of a, a like, a traditional uh, sort of, sort of tr- traditional, they, they had traditional views being yeah. Catholic. Oh, yeah. And that, that's gotcha. a big thing. Also, yeah, also Catholic guilt. Mm-hmm. As well, that's, that's a big thing. Yeah. Also, too, if anybody, if everybody's been a Catholic, you know what it, what it is about. You yeah. you overjudge everything that you do, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's a. I learned how to actually grow. I'll grow out of that. And it's mm-hmm. like no, it's, it's not. It's not how it is. Yeah. Doing yoga class also helps a lot. Wow. So is this yeah. a recent? thing that's kind of like when did you start growing out of it i think yeah more more so like in my late 30s wow so like right now it took a lot lot, it's more of like indoctrination sometimes Mm. when you go to a catholic school interesting or a catholic church you know yeah that's so interesting yeah i had someone else on the podcast um her name's natasha and she's a trans woman uh, she's Puerto Rican, and so she, you know, she she says all the time she grew up in like a very machismo Catholic environment, and so like for her to be a trans woman, like it was not okay. You know, her parents are a lot more accepting, but um, yeah, I understand how it can be, you know, a little harder as far as like certain expectations. Oh yeah, oh yeah. expectations high, high, very high, yeah. Yeah, to uh, to a crushing degree. I think that was. One of the reasons why I I was like uh, to a point of suicide because mm-hmm. I was such in a judgmental oh, mode yeah. of uh, how I was. Yeah. It has nothing. It's, it has nothing with the church. Yeah. It, it has to do with everything with the mentality that Part it, it brought. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you for for sharing that with us. Um, and so yeah, thanks for the the words of advice to your younger self. Just keep going. I think that's something that we can all take um, mm-hmm. into consideration for our lives too. Um, where can we find you on social media? Okay, Emmett V at uh, at uh, TikTok because that's the one that I, I use okay. the most and I'll, I'll respond the most to. Uh, also, Instagram is also Emmett dot E. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to f- find me on my uh, Facebook, it's also uh, it's for my full name. It's my full name, so it, for this name of the podcast. Yeah, okay. perfect. Um, aside from the projects you've already mentioned, are there any other upcoming shows or projects that we should be on the lookout for from you? You know what? I have not. I have not played in a show in a while. I would love to play a show with Lottie to mm-hmm. open my. If Lottie is around, I, I love to play drums behind me. Oh yeah. Yeah, because like I, I would like to work with him if he has has some time because he's pretty busy. Yeah, um, we're having our next open mic at uh, Hershey's Palace on the thirtieth of this month, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and last last month, actually, we had to reschedule. But last month we were also at Hershey's and. He actually got on um, on the drums, and then Pat came in and he did like um, stuff on the the guitar. So they did a little, little jam session. So if you're available, definitely come through. You sh- you should be able to play with Lottie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Last question: What is your Cash App slash Venmo if you wanted to share that? With okay, us? yeah, well, I have, so I have to look out. that up. Okay, so uh, I think my Cash App is I think it's my my full name as like Emmett dot uh, dot Vigil or mm-hmm. uh, I have to look that up. But pull this real quick. We'll we shall entertain you until then, <laughs> and to uh, and to the infinity and and beyond. Yeah, 
So your your full name is the um, Amaterio Vigil. Yes. I've never heard of that last name, so I think that's really cool. Vigil, uh, Vigil actually is a common name in Arizona and New Mexico. Really? Actually, oh, okay. uh, if you look at uh, back, I went to I think it was was we we're at a trip and we we're making a stop there. And the, we checked the phone book and it was like, Vigil is very common there. Wow, that's so funny. I was like, everywhere else is like, Vigil is not that, not that common. Mm. I, I have no idea why. <laughs> okay, so I finally actually pull out the app for okay, this one. Perfect. Okay, it is my cash app is, yeah, okay, Emmett, uh, Emmett V. Okay, so E-M-E-T-V. Mm-hmm. So dollar sign E-M-E-T-V. Yeah. Do you have a Venmo or anything? Venmo. I do not have Venmo yet. Mm, but awesome. yeah, Cash App is a Venmo. I probably could get that also as well. Perfect. Well, awesome. Thank you so much again, Emmett, for coming out and speaking with me today. It's been such a, a huge pleasure. Um, so everyone out there, please go follow Emmett and his work on social media, specifically TikTok. And be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to my podcast, Tape This. Um, and then stay tuned for the next episode. We'll actually have Nick Root on for our April, April episode. So as always, y'all, stay safe and spread love and light anywhere you can. Bye.